I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is Babe. Babe. ready i'm ready okay are you ready i'm ready okay let's Let's do it all right hi hi guys um so happy to see you so (laughs) good to see you again we're back in la we made it back we made it back we're now on my couch not an uncomfortable bed no i feel like that bed fucked my back up Oh, it fucked my back up too. I needed a massage. I like my lower back. I also just started kind of working out again this week for the first time in a long You're time. You went to sweat garage, right? Well, I went to sweat garage and then I've just been taking it easy and breezy and a couple like Pilates classes that I can just walk to. Okay. Uh-huh. But then yesterday my back started hurting and I, I blame the Greenwich. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. You need I, bl- to, I blame you their need weird bed. I know. You need to call them. You need to telegram. Wait, we actually found out in regards to the bed that... It's like weirdly super expensive sheet. It's a bullshit Swedish bed. Like we Googled it. It's bullshit. And then we found out that it's like a sweet, like a Swedish style it's of bed. It's high drama. It's high drama where you pay a ton of money to be very uncomfortable. It's like when you go to a health food store and you like read the copy on like nuts and it's like four pages long and you're like, these are just nuts from a health food store, but they're like made with love. And you're just like, mm. they're like Swedish like, crafted, like canvas. And it's so literally lit. a box spring with a two inch, like palette on top of it. <laughs> I'm like, I love like, I come know. on. So when we last spoke, <laughs> <laughs> Um, we were talking about my loose asshole and I was, you know, when we recorded, I was like not loving New York. And then I really just got the spring back in my step. You loved it again? I did. You didn't notice that? Oh my God. Babe, I I can't, I released, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, (laughs) not keeping track. I was on the up and up. Well, cause it all started, we went to the cock. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, actually I want to do something a little different. What? I want to start off with an email from one of the readers why because i think it leads into a good theme that i would like to talk about with you she's all about the theme i love a theme but you also love structure which is why i'm thrown off by this well it's an ambush whatever no this (laughs) is structure this is just it really i read it this morning and then i was like oh and i really want to talk about this so i think that it in it she just doesn't want to hear my story no i'm like anyways (laughs) moving on I'm like, oh my god, an email. Like, let's just skip forward. Yeah. <laughs> no. We'll get to the cock because it actually it ties into the cock too. It always does, doesn't it? It always comes back to the, to cock. the cock. Okay. Our friend Jenna writes us. Oh, our friend oh our oh, friend. No, not not oh. <laughs> I just called the reader a friend. But she is a friend. But oh, it's okay. not it's not Not our friend Jenna. Not our friend right. Jenna. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Slow down. You're going too fast. Okay. All right. All right. Jenna writes, Hi, Ryan and Lara. I'm a straight white woman. I usually don't feel the need to declare this, but it's germane to the conversation, as you will soon see. Mm, germane. Someone's coming in hot with the I know. vocab words. I like her already. I love her. As uh, Recently, I saw Call Me By Your Name, which was the sexiest movie I've ever seen and truly hit an emotional target I did not foresee. Then, uh, okay. We, I know. Ryan will have thoughts on that. I told you this is going to be good. Okay. Then, within a few days, I found myself drunk and watching the new Troy Sivan video. The combination sent me on a full, thirsty journey. Is it babe that I now only find myself attracted to gay guys? I have a few theories about where this could be coming from. One, I have never been treated well by straight men slash sexual partners, and my insecurities are on red alert as I've been gaining... Laura, did you ghostwrite this? No, babe. (laughs) Stop. This is... (laughs) Stop. Okay. Let me finish. Okay. Let Jenna finish. Okay. Jenna quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
(laughs) My insecurities are on red alert as I've been gaining weight while stress eating through a new career. I really connect with Lara's description of constantly being on guard when men approach me, never sure of what their intentions are. In the past few months, it's basically led to a full shutdown of my sexual side. Two, I'm currently in the honeymoon phase of the most fulfilling and reciprocal friendship I've ever had with a group of gay men, one of whom happens to be the guy who wrote you a few weeks ago about letting his mom think he was dead for four days after the election. Uh, (laughs) No, I remember that. I remember that. That was truly a babe. You invented a new category of babe dot 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 for him, which tickled the fuck out of him. These men inspire me creatively, like me for who I am, lol and troll me, and genuinely care about what I have to say. True babes. So maybe you can help me sort this out. All I know for sure is that watching Troy Sivan whip his bleached hair and sheer blouse in the wind of a giant music video fan through a dark bathhouse has me questioning everything I knew about arousal. Thanks for keeping me lolling. Well, to me, it's a slippery slope. To me, I understand the band-aid that gay men can provide. Yeah. Although there's a lot of gay men who are misogynistic as fuck, but that's obviously like a different journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can... it's. It's a. Uh, it's really comfortable, and it can get too comfortable sometimes. I think. Yeah. I. I know. think like it's very. It just spoke to me because it's like they're. Uh, I like obviously love gay men and like celebrate their presence in my life. They're like a truly inform like so many of my laws and mm-hmm. like lift me up and make me the woman I want to be. But it's also it is a slippery slope, and I think that. I mean, the attraction is like, babe, maybe you're just attracted to what you're attracted to and like, go find like, go find like a Twinkie guy and like, go find your Timothy Chalamet. Totally. Um, so I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think you just might want to date like an 18 year old. girls like masturbate to gay porn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's hot. Totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's just hard. And I wanted to talk about like the, like, I think your relationship with gay, I wanted to talk about your relationship with being gay and gay men and like getting Mm -hmm. your kind of like gay squad. Mm -hmm. And then like my journey of being, having gone through relationships that hurt me or having hurtful interactions with men have definitely informed like my relationships with gay men. Well, like I said, it can be a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, it's mostly a good thing. And uh, but it can also be used as a shield for you not to connect with uh, men in yeah. a real way, straight men. And that is important and you should always try to be connecting with straight men. Yeah. Know? But, um, but always same- try to be connecting with straight men. Well, I mean, it's just not shut. Don't shut yourself off. It can be a safe space. You should be trying to go for what you want. Yeah. Like a relationship that like a romantic relationship. I feel like, gay men are used as like kind of a bulletproof vest against that, which I understand, but Mm -hmm. um, it can be really easy to kind of settle into that platonic friendship and feel like all your needs are getting met by it, but they're not. Yeah. I mean, they never fully are. Yeah. You know? Um, And that's very much where I feel like I've found myself in like the past like few years has mm -hmm. been just a total retreat into like my gay angels, you know? Yeah. And like, Cause it is like, I get everything I need mm-hmm. relationship wise, like friendship laws. They mm-hmm. inspire me. They like lift me up. But then, and then there's also like, they're not threatening. Like there's not yeah. a chance of them raping me or right. like sexually assaulting me. But you me. have been friends with toxic gays before who have been really cruel to you. That's the thing too. Like, no, yeah. And that's the thing is a real is thing. like, I'm coming around to being And this right now, I feel like what I'm going through is like a reckoning of men in general and Mm -hmm. saying, because it's like they're just because some guy is gay doesn't mean that he's like going to be a good friend. No, which is something that I've very much learned the hard way. Danger Will Robinson. Yeah. And it's like like, right now is a reckoning. And I feel like probably a lot of women are going through this, but it's not only like have I recently in the past two years come to terms with like sexual assault that I've gone mm-hmm. through and like been dealing with that and like relationships that I went through and like heartbreak and dealing with that. But it's also a level of like, what have my, I've had very fraught male friend relationships that have like truly f- like fucked me over with in gay a lot guys of or straight guys with gay guys. Uh-huh. And then also with straight guys right. and like have entered it's like another level of entering like 
business partnerships with men who have just like totally fucked me. And so I feel like I'm looking at all of these relationships and seeing like where where I retreated into my comfort zone. I mean, I feel like I retreat to you. Like you're a huge comfort zone for me. I mean, we like live next door to each other. It's pretty comfortable. It's very comfortable. Yeah. But now after kind of having a bird's eye view, it's like, how do I build out my like group and surround myself with people? How do I take all these past traumas Mm -hmm. and learn from them and then create a group like, learn from them so I don't make those mistakes again. So I, I think it's like the only way you can do it. I mean, this sounds so stupid and you're going to get so angry at me, but the only way you can do it really is by not retreating yeah. and by putting yourself out there in a yeah. real way, because that's the only way that that the only way that this can heal and move forward is just by showing that like not all straight men are going to be out to get you. And, yeah. Like, whatever. And, yeah. And that involves just interacting with straight men, which is like not your favorite thing. And it's not my favorite thing either, but like, it's the only way to really kind of put, you know, put a bomb mm-hmm. on this, on this pain because they are, there are good ones. I think. Allegedly. Well, it's also like, I, it's, <laughs> There are good ones. I (laughs) TBD. (laughs) (laughs) There are. There are. There are. But it's also like in it's in terms of romantic stuff, and then in terms of friendship stuff, Mm -hmm. it's like it's just a reforming of my like how I put myself out there to people and who I choose to invest time in, and like right. And also, I think you're very guarded with like I'm very guarded, which is something that I'm working on, yeah, and like something that I'm realizing my guarded like being guarded against certain people. It served me for a while, but it no longer does because no. like I need to be it just able isolates you. it isolates me further. And like, truly I'm a person, I'm a Gemini. And so I, but I'm an introvert to a lot at a lot of levels. Like I love like retreating into my cave mm-hmm. and like taking baths and like smoking yeah. weed and watching Riverdale. But I also really thrive off of like being out and about you and you like really thrive meeting people. Yeah. And I come alive. So I've <laughs> shut that part of my life off in a huge way. No, it's weird. You used to go out all the time. Well, also I have no money, so it's oh, hard right, to right. go out when you're like, <laughs> have like $14 True. in your bank account. Fair enough. <laughs> I like go out to CVS. Yeah. Um, but So now it's about creating that balance between the two. And then also just being like, I feel as women, a lot of the time, like, and I felt like this, that it's like, if I don't want to spend, like, I owe it to certain people to spend time with them, or Mm -hmm. I owe it to certain people, like, even though it's like, maybe a relationship that's not feeling balanced, or that's giving me much, like, there's some people in my life that I feel like, oh, my God, like, I'm indebted to like, hang out with you or something like that just like i mean no not anyone in particular but i feel like sometimes you feel like you're not allowed like you're not allowed to withdraw from certain relationships or take time from your for yourself from certain relationships that like don't serve you and as a woman it's harder to say no in those Mm -hmm. situations it's harder to say no in dating situations where you go on a date like if you go, let's say you go on a date with a guy and he's like fine, but you're not really that into him. You said no in New York, which is well, good. yeah, but like that's good. It's yeah, a, but that's well, what I'm talking about. Is you're like, learning how to say no. There's, it's like it's a learning process of how to say no to those types of situations. Yeah, and in the past, it's like I would have gone on a date and felt like, oh my god, like I need to go on a second date or like I need to do this or do that. Nope. But really, you just need to do what feels the best for you. Yeah, but also you need to be aware of when you're like doing something that's like too comfortable so it's a balance yeah i totally agree well you did it this weekend this past weekend so you know that was a big step you literally like it kind of reminds me of like when i used to smoke weed for like many years when it was offered to me and then at the age of 26 it just occurred to me one day where i was like oh i don't need to do this if i don't like it Mm -hmm. i feel like it just like didn't occur like i feel like you just do what's offered to you or whatever you just say yes or whatever whatever and then you just realize oh i don't like this so i don't need to do it and it just sounds so simple but it really is something that like you don't necessarily realize until you get older and i think like with you with guys it's like you know if you call up a booty call or whatever and then you hang out with him and you just realize you don't have sex with him you don't have to have sex with him like yeah you don't have to fulfill that expectation i know and it's like in the past i've felt like a pressure or like something that it's like oh if you tee up some sort of like 
sexual rendezvous that you're you have to follow through with it or if it's like you go meet up with a guy like that you maybe have a history with like it's expected that you guys are going to hook yeah. up and it doesn't have to be no, that you way you can be you like want. you, you can do, do whatever, the, whatever fuck you want. the fuck you want you can have like a friendly fun time that doesn't end in like you being in that person's bed and that being naked like, with them and like, so that's yeah. like a big revelation as far as like i don't know it's just like you have to I'm very trying to be aware of like when I feel like I'm compromising myself in a situation and that that's hard because you do have to be like, no, I'm going to go home and like deal with the fact that maybe the person you're blowing off is not going to like you for that. And who cares if he does, if he doesn't, then he's a shithead. This was explored a lot in that short story cat person in the New Yorker. I think. (laughs) What? It was. No, yeah, I know. It but was. I feel like that's like that went so viral that it's like talking about it now is like passe, but it no, was but really important. But and that's great what and she good. Meant, that the yeah. idea, like why women have sex with men. And it's not always because they want to. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but it's not always because it's rape. It's like, it, it's, it's this gray area. It's, it's a, the expectation. It's because it's sometimes easier to say yes than to say no. Yeah. It's actually almost always easier. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. But that was good. You did that this weekend when we went to the cock. I know. Yeah. Well, okay. So we went to the cock. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. You set me up in a good way. Yeah. But see, you have to trust my process. I trust you. Thyou. Thank you. Oh, God. Thank you. Wow. This was a a map. And uh, Ryan's like, I started out about me and then really veered into you for a long time. (laughs) But then now it's back to me and I feel great. (laughs) So we went to the cock and, um, whatchamacallit, it's this gay sex dungeon in the East Village. I'd been there a few times when I was in my 20s living in New York and it never turned out the way that I wanted it to. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do there in your 20s? Be like weird and be drunk and just be like creepy and not creepy, just be sad. You do go there by yourself. No, I went there with Carrie and uh, Sam Lansky uh, one night and it was so funny because we literally entered the bar and then just got separated like immediately mm-hmm. and then like everyone went on their separate fucking journeys yeah i mean it's definitely like choose your own adventure it's a choose your own adventure it's it like, is it's a gay for those that are not in the know yeah. it's a gay bar in the east village in new york where yeah. you go to get fucked get fucked truly and have like a sexual There's no confusion. it is a yeah. sexual like, it's you, a sexually it's, charged it's not like metropolitan where like you go and you make flip with a guy and there's drinks no no like this is a place where you go and you grab someone yeah like you just grab them and then you fuck them well it's like or you don't yeah whatever you want it's an open again sex, it's, it's a sexually open place for gay men to open. go and it's great and it is great so i would i would t- normally feel what was really funny so we went and there's an upstairs which is like where you are civilized and then there's downstairs where you become a wild animal Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's the separation and we wanted to go downstairs but there were no women allowed yeah it's a no women allowed space and i'm like honey this is like the wing but for dicks yeah no i deny this and i'm going when i i was like we entered there and they were like just fyi like downstairs is only for men and i was like in my head i was like Mm-mm, no, not no. tonight <laughs> because i'm fucking going down there yeah men only spaces are not allowed anymore so, sorry well i mean you got there and you understood why i was men only but well yes. yeah but um, i needed to see for myself so lara goes to the bouncer and she's like i can you want to go downstairs and he's like sorry only women uh, only men allowed and you're like don't assume my gender yeah i was like don't assume my gender and then he was like you don't think i haven't heard that and then before? he started laughing Love! and he was like don't try that line on me he's you like, don't think i haven't heard, heard that before <laughs> And then we all just like had a lull and I was like, I was like, like, yeah, no, no, I know you're like, we all had a laugh and you're like, but wait, can we just go downstairs? Well, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I practiced this line for like five minutes with Ryan up at the bar to like try and get me down here. And then he laughed and he was like, okay, you can go down, but just don't be weird. By the way, the reason why we went down is because this this drunk guy with a cane was kind of like giving us oh my god much. i forgot about the guy he was giving us the babe with the cane the babe with the cane there's always a babe with a cane well, he was just like sad it was you know what sad. he was a lonely divorce. he was a guy that going through a divorce he was very lonely and he wanted people to talk to and i indulged him for quite some you time did. you did and literally some gay guy and i was like took, asking a lot of questions some gay guy took me aside and literally was like 
don't talk to him. He's a drunk. And once you get him going, he'll never stop. And I'm like, oh, I won't. And I turn around and there's Laura just like, la, 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 la. I'm like, no. Well, you know what? And I was warned. But Laura I... just literally like moth to a flamer chatting up like the local barfly drunk. Like, bar- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He had, he needed some healing energy. Yeah. And I was told recently in the past year that I have healing energy. <laughs> In my aura. I got my aura photographed and I had a crystal in my aura, which means that I'm a healer. So that's, I think, part of the reason why I get attracted to wayward gay men. So we escape (laughs) the babe with a cane and we actually get granted access downstairs. Yeah, we got to go down into the dungeon. There's a guy literally with his dick out truly just walking around like a fucking methed out freak first of all the dungeon you look like joe dirt motor smells oh well of course it smells it like cum. smells like cum yeah and bo honey it's not gonna smell like a dip tea candle it smells like a dank people go there cave. and they have sex i know but it's like i've never smelled like the smell of like just men having sex I like know. i've smelled the smell of like me having sex with a man mm. but like not it's different it's very different when two becomes one i can't say that i love it no it's not great but it's also not for me yeah so, like just gender wise like it ain't for me so we go downstairs and the, the dick out guy was a real throne like he just literally took his penis out of his pants and was walking around with like just a like, wiggly dick like just like wanting someone to ask it to, to the dance yeah like literally i'm mean, like it's an interesting approach but also like no one was buying it no no one wanted it he walked um, oh so what Oh, the no. guy with the cane came now. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. No, so me and, and continued Laura, the conversation. Which, by the way, it actually is so impressive that he came down because those stairs were steep. Even me with like mild CP, I was like, "Ooh, these stairs are steep. Like, I need to be careful." And then the guy with the cane, who's like in his sixties, came downstairs. I was like, "Honey, when there is a will, there's a gay." <laughs> like, <laughs> like he made it work. He made, it, and I was impressed, but also terrified that he found us. <laughs> <laughs> well i was just like i love us trying to outrun like an elderly gay with a cane uh, you're the one trying to. to outrun i'm just like going with the flow we were trying you were trolled and you thought you were gonna get babe aids from him yeah that's yeah. you got triggered and we're you needed to escape <laughs> tbh what <laughs> god what so he made it down and then we walked into a different part of the like dungeon that had like more of an incense, like sexy smell that I was into, like okay. near the bar, which I could, I could fuck with that area. Mm-hmm. But then Ryan was like, let's go back out into the fray. Yeah. And then, but the, like you left cause your, your person came, showed up. Well, but I also left because the guy with his dick out, like walked by oh. me and touched my boobs. And oh, so I was gross. like, I hate And then this. the bouncer had your back. which I Yeah. Loved. And then I, and then the bouncer was like, did, why are you down here? And I was like, well, the guy upstairs said I could come down. He was like, did he really? And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, okay, well, just like, don't. He's like, be cool. And I was like, I'm cool as a cucumber, babe. But then you were like, and then I was like, well, no, I didn't. I was not like, what the fuck? I just said, I'm cool as a cucumber. He, I was like, and informed him like that the guy like grabbed my boobs. And then he said, if that happens again, tell me, which is chill. I love because that. no matter if you're in a get all gay bar that's supposed to be all gay men and you're a woman, no man should be allowed to grab your boobs. No, are you kidding me? That's and like, gross. am I going to flip out and cause a scene in a gay sex dungeon? No, but I'm definitely going to tell a bouncer to like look out for me and my boobs and my body. So, but then you left shortly thereafter because your your person showed up. Yeah, and then I was like, I gotta go. Your, your dick delivery came, and. uh and, and you stayed. I stayed. And you know what's so funny is like, so I was drinking water like all night because we had gone out to dinner and had wine. And I was like, I'm not going to like be browned out in this dungeon. Like I need to be sober for this or sober-ish. And um, so I was like pounding waters and Laura was like, I'm going to go. And you know what? I'm like, I'm going to stay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay. And I feel like back in the day, I would have been so feeling gross or loser-ish, like stalking this like sex dungeon alone. Or I felt like, like ugh, pathetic. But I felt very empowered this trip. I just did. And I just like felt like I was kind of a voyeur in a cool way and kind of seeing this slice of gay life that I've never experienced before. Because as I've said on the podcast that my my last few visits to the cock when I was in my 20s weren't great. So mm-hmm. it was a way to, for me to come back to this place that to me represented shame and not feeling enough and kind of like reclaiming it and being like, I'm ready to rock and I'm mm-hmm. ready to troll. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it was wild. I mean, it got wild. Not for me. So basically what happened was is it got really crowded when you left. And um, men men just... <laughs> they were like waiting for me to leave yeah, so they could like, go down. They're like, it's not safe down Yeah, there. it's not safe. 
<laughs> so then and like touche uh, so then they uh so then it descended and then uh it was so interesting like people were making out i i saw a few guys just start blowing this go-go dancer it was hilarious like in the go dancer was just kind of bored and getting blown it was fucking fascinating and then what else happened oh people were dropping their drugs and like like using their iphones to find it on the ground which i thought was hilarious and i just kind of like surveyed the scene i just took it in mm-hmm. you know i took it in my brain not in my butt <laughs> so like it was sort of like kind of cool experience and not to feel creepy or like lecherous about the whole thing yeah oh and then a few guys um came up to me and like wanted to make out and i they were like not really chic and i was like honey i'm not looking for oscar meyer i'm looking for wagyu mm-hmm. so like <laughs> you gotta go you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing about having a boyfriend. Like, you're not going to, like, fuck some, like, Marlon Rando. Like, you're not, like, in the sense that, like, it has to be someone that I really want to be with. It has to be worth it. I'm not going to, like, open up the relationship for, like, you know, Danny DeVito. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, that's not my journey. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, fair enough. It's got to be someone good. Definitely. And none of the guys were speaking to me um, emotionally or, you know spiritually or sexually yeah so i just like left and but i felt really good i just Mm -hmm. kind of felt like cool i did that that was like something i would have totally feared a long time ago and now i feel right at home in a sex dungeon yeah (laughs) and that's my growth as a person and truly i think i had growth that night too because i I was like i was like i i never really reach out to guys to like hang out never ever reach out to like straight men to like do anything and then i reached out i like teed up an experience for myself that Mm -hmm. could have gone sexually had i wanted it to and then realized like i wasn't that into it and like i had fun and like it was that was it and i didn't feel sad or disappointed or like weird about anything it was just like okay this was great and so it's about to take it then and now bring it all the way back to jenna the reader yeah I think it's like you have to put yourself out there and you don't close yourself off. Like definitely like enjoy and nurture those friendships that make you feel so good. Right. But don't replace your relationships in your life with the like the romantic relationships. Don't fill them with those friendships. Also like not to be a bitch, but I like question her like gay social scene because if she is truly best friends with like <laughs> suicide to get back at his parents, I'm like, honey babe <laughs> i'm sure he's a lawler i'm sure he's, I'm sure a he's delightful i'm yeah I, you know it's just it's a lot i'm sure it's not it's as dire as like the fact that he's lolling about that no, moment makes me think no, that right. he's he not he he's in on it. the joke uh, yeah or because you've done some babe stuff <laughs> no it's true I'm you've had a, that. a series of really, babe yeah but like that's really insane. everyone's had everyone's had babe moments and i don't think you can really like judge until You're right. you meet you're right. So a, a fellow babe put can the never, claws away. A fellow babe can never judge. Yeah, that's true. It's this um, is a safe space to babe out and be a babe. So I was feeling really high on my own supply of like sexual wokeness after. Yeah. Um, so then you took it to a next level. Yeah. So Ryan was feeling sexually charged. So I, then he and decided. I still am. I'm like vibrating. I'm like. <laughs> I'm, like <laughs> I'm like weirdly not. Like I realized that I haven't even like masturbated and probably two weeks what i know it's weird oh my god i think it's like an antidepressant thing where it's mm. just like your horniness gets kind of turned off as you like transition into new medication and like i don't know it's just it's like a weird it's one of those things that i will not realize until it's been like a chunk of time and then i'm like uh. that happens honestly if jonathan and i go like one or even two weeks without having sex sometimes like i'll realize like oh i haven't masturbated because i like don't really masturbate anymore yeah it's kind of a well bummer. you kind of don't need to when you're in a relationship i know but it's still fun. but it's nice Porn to is do. still fun yeah which brings me to my next subject so <laughs> so okay Wait, this is so seamless see how i know like, seamlessly i know getting it's into great. it it's great um okay so basically there's this porn star that i my favorite porn star i mean everyone has a favorite porn star <laughs> they do <laughs> And I am no exception. <laughs> so <laughs> there's this one guy. I almost want to say his name, but I, I wonder if that's bad. I don't know if you should put him on the Oh, uh, I don't think I should. Okay, right. So anyway, I know that he does massage in New York. And I've known that for years. And I keep on going to New York and thinking, oh, I need to call him. But um, I just never do. I forget. Or or it seems like intimidating in a weird way. I'm like, oh, like that's going to be impossible to plan. Like he's not available. He's probably traveling and getting gangbanged in like Brazil somewhere. But... I just, in a whim, I was in the hotel room one morning and I was like, I just called him and he answered immediately on the second ring. He's like, hello? And I'm like, uh, uh. I was like, 
hello. And he has a really thick accent. He can't really speak English that well. And he was like, we were on the phone. He goes, you send me a picture. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, he's a little bitch and he doesn't want to, you know. And I was like, okay, no worries. I'll send you a picture. And he's like, no, pen. A pen for my address. (laughs) I was like, okay. So I wrote down his address and I went to go meet him. He's so profoundly sexy. It's actually insane. I mean, he's little. He has, but he has like ass implants. You can't say that. Why? That gives it away. Does it? Yeah, he's like famous for having that. But there are not. He says no, though. I choose to believe him. I I choose to always, that does not give him away. I'm sure there are a lot of away. gay porn stars with no, asses. I swear to God, the gays at home are gonna be like, "Oh my God, it's so like blah, blah, blah. like they're gonna." Well, know. we're not saying the name. I know, but gays are gonna know. These little private is that rude that these I little did that? private dicks are gonna know. I don't feel like it's rude that I did that, but if it is, I don't I think apologize. he has implants. By the way, for someone that saw it in person. Do you think that it's... Well, he's... Oh, my God. I was going to say something else. Like, yeah, don't, don't... Yeah, don't... I know. But no, he... It all tracks for me. Okay. All and, right. Fair enough. And I don't believe the lies. <laughs> and I don't appreciate slandering. <laughs> my beloved. My beloved. So, okay, anyway, go we go to his apartment. His apartment's really cute. He's really nice. He, again, broken English, but like a sweetie. And um, we're doing a massage, which is like whatever. And like the thing is like... He has Rentman, which is, like, for fucking, I'm assuming. And then he has Massage, which is, like, I think, whatever. So, like, there's not guarantee of, like, sex. There's just, like, him jerking You just off. feel it out. You definitely feel it out. But I could tell that he was, like, sort of attracted to me, um, which was good. I was like, yes. I mean, honestly, it felt like meeting an A-list celeb. It's, like, crazy <laughs> to, like, jerk off to someone for years. And then all of a sudden, you're just seeing them. Na- it's I, it's I, crazy I know that it's corny, that accessible. It's Because crazy. it's, like, you couldn't, like, for Leonardo DiCaprio, you can't just, like, call him up and then be like, hey, do you want to, like, fuck me? And then go fuck him. It's but wild. In, like, I feel like in the gay world, it's kind of, like, you're way more able to like achieve fantasy dreams come true and they come all over you yeah you know it's great it's fantastic so i know like what marveling at straight men should like create this some sort of service like this Mm -hmm. that's like a sexual like sex work but not gigolo because i don't feel like women are wired obviously differently so like it's not like i would just want to go meet a random and fuck him that actually terrifies me Mm -hmm. but like if it was a hot guy that like I don't know what the straight men could do, but there's a gap in the marketplace for them to do some sort of sex work that involves like intimacy or just like something and they have to be hot. Did you hear that straight guys who don't listen to this podcast? I know. (laughs) I'm like, honey. I'm like, has a straight man ever listened to this podcast? Well, there's one. No. There's a couple actually. But I feel like when they, when they try to listen, it just goes beep. It's like static. It's like feedback. It's, it's on like, a higher frequency than they are even like, used to. It's, it's like, like a dog whistle. Yeah. It's like, like our um, podcast only relates to like gays and women. I and know. Then, it's so true. And then straight men like don't even hear it. No. They're I like, you mean the sign? Yeah. It's like, podcast? it's like echolocation with dolphins. It's yeah. like literally us being like, <laughs> 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 and then like all of you will respond like, yeah and the straight guys are like what hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And women are like... <laughs> and then, like, the straight men are just, like, left in the ocean yeah, to drown. they don't know. Yeah. They're like, anyways, I guess I'll just go see what's on. So I'm trying to throw them a life... Yeah. Like a life raft. By telling them to and be say, sex like, workers. And say like, yeah, be a fucking sex <laughs> yeah, worker. That's good. I love that. Give back ol- for once. I love that that's your olive branch. Um, yeah. So basically, I start blowing him. He has the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. It's actually crazy. The, mus- the massage lasts for a second. I mean, it's like... Then we what just, is like, the massage? I'm always curious. No, it's nothing. It's nothing. Do you get it's naked? Like, yeah, you get naked. And he Does gets he have naked. a massage bed? Yeah. 
Do, does it have like the blankets and yeah, stuff yeah, on it? Yeah, that's all that stuff. So you yeah. go through the motions of like, oh, we're going. We yeah. pretend that you're going to both yes. engage in a massage. And by the way, sometimes that is what you do because we talked to him afterwards. Uh, and if he's not sexually attracted to someone, it will just be a massage. But is he and a massage therapist? Out. No. But like, what does he do for a massage? Does it feel he, good? Yeah. No, it doesn't feel bad. It's just sort of like, I wouldn't go if you have like a sports injury. Yeah. <laughs> you know but would mean? you go if you really wanted to like relax? No. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just I, curious I to know. No, like, I think his clients are all gay men who are probably big fans of his work. Uh-huh. Um, also his porn. I mean, like, it's just like not, I don't know. Like, I, I think, but then I think the, the big plus is that you get to see him naked because he is naked when he massages you. <laughs> And like, but, but the rules and regulations of this world fascinate. It's me. wild. It's a wild ride. It's wild. So you're lot. sucking his dick. So I'm sucking his dick, which is humongous. I mean, it's big. And I mean, it's like, if God, if you thought I had a loose asshole before, <laughs> <laughs> just split in half. Oh, God. oh my god gross. fucking gross i know i'm sorry ryan god. come on i just want to be real keep going okay so <laughs> i'm like this is also part of like your validation for this sexual experience it is. is saying it on a podcast like i know that you this is like the second half of the experience is getting to like tell the reader oh yeah it's it. fun yeah okay so so basically um then he was like he was like he's like do you like do you want to fuck? And I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, I was also like kind of terrified because again, his penis is humongous. And I was like, I felt like Samantha when she dates that guy with the two big dick and she's like, uh-huh. I need a joint, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I like, I need like black tar heroin, like literally like FedEx tier to like go through this experience. <laughs> I need like a syringe, <laughs> like be put out. Um, but anyway, so then, uh, he got on top of me and he started, uh, entering me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was slow, 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 like lots of deep breathing, like Lamaze class style. And then something truly embarrassed, embarrassing happened, something that has not happened to me probably since I was 12 years old, which is that I just came. Literally, like, he was like halfway inside me, and all of a sudden, like, I could feel my, like, uh, like an orgasm coming on, which, by the way, I'm not doing anything. I'm literally on my stomach. I'm on my stomach. Okay? Yeah. You're just excited. I'm excited, and I just, like, truly like premature ejaculate like it's crazy and he was like kind of bummed and he was like well do you can we still do you want us to keep going and i was like honestly like looking back i do like i mean like like i wish i'd said yes but i was like also like so scared to take it without the promise of an orgasm like i needed like a carrot being dangled in front of me yeah kind of get me through you know what I mean? I needed like some incentive and I feel like just having him fuck me, although probably incredible and would have done some wild things to my prostate. Um, I, I don't know. I was too scared. And honestly, it's like one of my biggest regrets. I should have let him still fuck me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, and then uh, whatever. I mean, so, so then, so then he, you know, we, we finished and we actually like talked for a while and we like, we, we, we left his apartment building and, uh, we were walking and he, uh, he, my shoe was untied and he just tied it. Like he just like bent over and just tied it, which mm-hmm. I thought was the sweetest little sweetie move. That's so weird, by the way. Like just to be like, he didn't say like, oh, you should, he just like tied it. And then he goes, oh, my twin brother has CP. And I was like, oh. I was like, wow, what are wow. the fucking odds? And he was like, yeah, he's hot and he has a limp just like you. <laughs> I was like, great. And then we just kind of lulled. I mean, it felt very positive. It felt very... It was a very positive sexual experience. It felt like a very positive sexual experience. I'm bummed that it didn't go further. I immediately called Jonathan and told him all about it. Jonathan, and then I added him on Instagram, and I saw that Jonathan unfollowed him. He, unfollowed? Like, no, no, he followed him. Oh, lol. Lol. So he was like, a, apparently he's like a diehard blank fan. So... I was like really excited and I was like, Jonathan, we both have to get fucked by him when we go to New York. I mean, I'm so into him fucking both of us. That that would be wild. Yeah. Well, I love that you're having a sexual revolution. He loved my butt. And the whole, the moral of the story. Do you work out a lot? And I was like, actually, yes, I do. (laughs) Anyway. It's true. I know. Okay. I've just heard this story like three times. Retold to different people. And now this is the fourth. The readers are. I know the readers need to know, but. (laughs) 
they're like this podcast is getting too gay i'm ready to move on we're ready to i'm ready to move on if you are yeah I'm ready. have you I'm, said well, enough no i'm just <laughs> i'm excited for you i love it for you i love that new york turned out great i love that you first loved it and then hated Wait, also, it and then can, loved can it we talk about going to watch what happens can we talk about that yeah okay so we went to watch. I mean, I talked about it on my podcast, Sexy Unique Podcast. Check it out if you don't listen. Well, all about Vanderpump. They didn't rules. really hear my perspective. <laughs> so we went to. Okay, we went. so we went to watch what happens live, and Ryan was incredibly unsoothed. Well, from the very beginning to the very end, well, it was a one hundred percent unsoothed. You know, I can't handle what those Vanderpump rule people. You know, I can't. I like when you used to have them over at our apartment. I used to hide. Like I can't function around them because and they by scare have me. them over, they scare it means me. interviewing them for the podcast yeah. that I did. Right. It was not like a hey, come over and let's like. Well, watch you did TV. hang out with Ariana like a few times. Yeah, but yeah. like we went to go see a movie together. I know that's different. I guess so. Babe, but, you're so judgy and like closed off in that arena, and Ryan just like shuts down. Well, they weird me out. It weirds me out. I, I know, I but like, can't you just go with the flow? I went with the flow, and I should be technically more weirded out than you. I know, you are. but it just weirds me out. Like, let me just have that because it's just real. That's just how I feel. Yeah, but you shut down, and then it becomes unfun, and then you missed out on a really fun opportunity where we went to a bar afterwards with tons of hot guys and like I know, but I was, I was tired. I'm glad that I went home because i didn't want to stay out till like 5 a.m with the flight but anyway we um it was weird like katie came and was nice katie's nice she's nice she's nice the whole thing is just feels so weird and then i saw uh stassi and i was like i want to take a picture of her and be like me with my favorite white nationalist <laughs> but that never happened <laughs> no but that you also made that joke like four times on social media so it no across. i didn't yeah you did oh yeah i did we did a live thing we did a live we? thing we oh, did we like saw several live thing yeah that was so sweet mm-hmm. a girl outside it was good she was like babe one and of I the just, readers like, i assumed that she was one of your friends I immediately like turned around it's like the it's the like what is it called the clarion call we should have a reader meet up in la yeah or do like a live podcast recording of course that'd be really fun a reader meetup would be fun. So um, anyway, it was just weird. And yeah, I'm weird around them. I don't know. It's like, to me, they are just so dark to me. So seeing them in person is too real. That's just how I feel. Well, I mean, it feel it's definitely like a weird moment. But I also am like, it's only weird if I make it weird. No, and so good. I'm going to choose to like enjoy and just like enjoy how fucking weird it is. And like be just also, have, like a, what like, is life? Like, Oh my God. And then have fun. I feel like also they're invincible to, tro- to trolls, which I kind of love. I think they're just so used to people talking about them that like they don't, I mean, Stassi, I think you said was guarded around you, but she was like, not, she could have been a lot worse. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, no one, is in that situation to like start drama. Like it wouldn't, there's no, nothing anyone especially gets when, out of Especially being, when there's no cameras around. Yeah. I'm like, there's <laughs> nothing anyone gets out of being no, like mean or rude to each other in that situation. Yeah. For certainly not for me. And I would hope not for them. Mm-hmm. And so it turned out to be a fun night. Did you listen to your, ep- the, 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 did you watch the episode? Yeah. You, you're in it. You're I know. Voice. I yeah. screamed. You did. I screamed out loud. I was just like went, cause we, we were in the audience, but also like not part of like the audience corralled in there. It was like we, since I was there, we were there because uh, Jason. So we were like in a different zone. Jake Shears for the uninitiated. Oh yeah, wait, we have we always have to my like call it my cl- my dear friend Jake Shears <laughs> of the Scissor Sisters, mm-hmm. and now of his of his own accord. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't told that you can't scream. I thought it you could just kind of, scream. No, you can't scream, honey. What? I thought he looked at me as he was talking. So I said, yeah. And then yeah. like, and then the PA then was like, shushed. please don't do that. Um, but I thought, you know what? As weird as it was, I think it was actually kind of perfect and a great end to the trip. It was great. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I also looked really good that day. Ryan looked hot. I took a bunch of hot photos of him that I'll post on the uh, Instagram. You will? Sure. That's why I took them is because you fucking were like, tried to say that I was like insulting you by saying you look hot and then not hot in real life. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. That's anyways. Anyway. Okay. okay, Can we talk about like celebrities? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do we want? What celebrities? What's going on? I feel like. What is going on? I don't know. Actually. Am I out of the loop? 
Who is what's happening? Amy Schumer got married. Oh yeah, I love that. Love which that I love. I love like a a secret marriage with a Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, totally. Guest star. I know. You know, it's so funny because I followed her on Instagram and then I thought her Instagram was sort of boring and like not great. And so I unfollowed her. And it's so funny how when you unfollow people on social media, you truly actually forget that they exist. I'm not kidding you. Mm-hmm. Like, they go from being at the forefront of your mind to being like, who? And that, like, I literally was like, oh, Amy Schumer, what has she been doing? Like, and I'm like, oh, I used to follow her and like know what she was doing every day. And now I'm like, who? Like, I, I don't know. It's really interesting how an unfollow can literally erase someone from your mind. Like, yeah. Permanently. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's kind of fucked up. Anyway, I'm happy for her. She always has, like, really good tasting guys. She likes, like, normal hot guys. Like, the first one was, like, an architect or something like that or a furniture maker. Like yeah, Aiden, like in Aiden, City. Sex in the City. And this is just, like, a hot chef who, like, lives in Martha's Vineyard. Like, she just loves, like, a hot, normal guy. Yeah. I love that for her. A hot guy who's, like, good with his hands. Yeah. I also yeah. love that she just, like, got married in Malibu. I know. <laughs> it's so weird. She doesn't even live in LA. Like, it's such a, I think it's like, but it's like a beachy, beautiful know, location. But it's also such an A-list celebrity thing to do. Yeah. It's very chic all around. And I love the surprise element of it. And I love like the guest list. It just seemed like it's the wedding of the year. Yeah. And if you weren't invited, who are you even? So did you read Lena's essay about um, having a hysterectomy in vogue? No, I didn't read it. Oh, you didn't read it? No, not oh, yet. it's incredible. And you read it, and I mean, she's such a good writer, and it's just sort of like you really empathize with what she's going through because, like, you know, despite all, like, the public mistakes that she's made, like, you do forget as, like, just someone consuming their content that they are a person and they're going through shit. Like, I remember when, like, she didn't, show up or she showed up for like the time's up thing and then that girl tessa thompson like called her out and was like she wasn't a part of this like da 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 and lena was like i'm going through something really personal like blah 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 and then you realize oh yeah she had a fucking hysterectomy mm-hmm. like oh my fucking god mm-hmm. that is insane and i just feel like you know underneath every babe there's a babe like <laughs> like it's like you kind of you forget to just treat them like they're fucking human beings. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and that they're going through real traumatic shit that we don't give them the time or space to go through Yeah, because they need to be perfect to us and do everything perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I actually did feel bad about like the timeline of it was like around the same time of the whole controversy with the, the rape, um allegations against that writer and Mm -hmm. she kind of came forward and said all that stuff and i mean i totally that was a big mistake and all that and all that but it's like she was going through a hysterectomy like the timeline of it and then also dealing with this insane public backlash and like articles being like she's done she's over get rid of her and then meanwhile she's going through this incredibly insane health problem yeah it just feels like kind of crazy like and that's got to fuck you up psychologically that definitely would have lasting effect, but it's also like she's not over. She's like a no, very successful not. writer. She has like a show happening. No, she'll never, and it's she'll all never like, be over. But, yeah. And so it, imagine like having to read those articles. You know what I mean? I'm not saying she well, reads Well, yeah. It, no, I mean, it's definitely it's a tough situation. The whole thing. And it's like I would not. And I have a lot of empathy for like going through that because that's like changes your entire trajectory. Like as a woman and also all that endometriosis kind of stuff. like seems like such a. It's it's a disease that has been completely misdiagnosed and people don't take seriously because it's women being in pain. And that's historically, like, in the medical profession, like, women have always been kind of dismissed, mm-hmm. you know? And it's sort of like endometriosis is, like, a very real thing. And I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. You need to read the essay. It's really yeah. good and it's really moving and it really, you know, I don't know. I'm going to. She's, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Ryan's dear friend. My dear friend. Lee My Tom. dear friend. Um, What else? What else is there? What else is going on? What else is oh, going Mary on? Oh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen had their um fashion show, The Row. Mm-hmm. And they... <laughs> they gave everyone crystals. They gave everyone crystals. Which is and chic. they also gave... They served these um scones that looked like pebbles. Did you see them? No. Oh, actual photo. Like literally, they're like the tiniest little like like a mini scone. Yeah, but they don't look. They look like pebbles. It's uh, honestly, I've never seen anything like it. It's bizarre. I love that. It's just like a one bite. 
Yeah, and Mary Kate looks ninety five. She looks like she looks like Renona Ryder in Edward Scissorhands, like when she's telling the story <laughs> of her life to that. <laughs> You're like, well, gather around, grandmother, grandmother, grandmama, she's, she's serving straight up grandmother realness. I love it. I no, think I it's know. chic. Again, they're she's, so fashion forward. They're like twenty years ahead of everyone else. Um, tr- literally, yeah. she's now twenty years older than her actual yeah. age. She, like, I mean, I've never ever. Like, heard of someone, like, trying to make themselves look old. I think she's truly had work done to make herself look older. It's, it's amazing. bizarre. It's cool. She looks, like, 45. She's truly, iconic. she's 45. Yeah. I love it. She I must live. be. They must be so weird, honey. Nine months old. Famous from nine months old. I mean, they must be weird. They must have, like, scrambled eggs brain. Like, they must be touched by an angel. They're weird. They're Was weirdos. it you that said that one of them can't read? Or they well, can't read? Well, no. So, my stepmom... <laughs> <laughs> her friend my step my friend's stepmom sorry my stepmom's friend oh my god i can't talk today worked on this show so little time that they did that no one saw um and she got hilarious stories about how like in table reads they could not read they like because it's you know it's hollywood education they mm-hmm. were raised on sets so they were like basically read like two pages of like huckleberry finn from like grades <laughs> first through eight <laughs> That was literally like, they read like on, the Berenstein Bears. Yeah, they read. They were like, "Now we're gonna dive into Good Night Moon." It's eighth grade. <laughs> They're like, "Let's see if we can tackle Good Night Moon." Ashley, want to take it from here? Um, now that being said, they're incredibly smart business women, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Or at least Ashley is. <laughs> well, Kate's. I think they both have to be probably. Yeah, you I mean, they have both to. have their or, shit. Or at least know to surround yourself with good people, which is its own. They have their shit together enough that they They have like it going on. I mean, I don't, I just don't think that there's any stretch of the imagination where you could be either one of them and not like have your shit together. Yeah. I think that they also just like live a very insulated existence, which is probably what they need. Mm -hmm. And they're probably very fragile and kind of weird. And I'm kind of into them. Oh, I mean, I'm kind very of. Them. I'm obsessed. I'm a diehard fan. Yeah, you I've literally have like been. a painting of Mary Kate. Yeah, I do, and I have candles of them. Yeah, I mean, it's like an it's a Mary Kate Ashley Wilson shrine. I just like, yeah, I like, I like them. <laughs> so what? I can even throw away the key. They're my favorite babes, actually. Yeah. If I had to rate my babes, Mary Kate is probably number one. Yeah, absolutely. Mary Kate is a babe, and I just want her to keep giving me more. Yeah. You know, because whenever she opens up her mouth, it's like we get good stuff. It's a gift. Yeah, it's a gift. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like it's like they just give us teeny mm. little doses. They're so withholding. They're so withholding now. They don't do anything. But that's chic. No, it totally chic. They're the chicest people alive. I don't think there's anyone that's chicer. No, they are like the pinnacle of chic. And like, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. They're just way ahead of the times. Mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah. So what else? What else is going on? I don't know. I feel so like out of the loop. I feel out of the loop too, but I feel like there's been no like great news or anything that's like happened. Sky's like freaking out as always. Well, on Instagram. Always. I mean, I it's can't. like nonstop. I just can't. She literally like thinly veiled whatever like bullshit is going on. She's in the studio. So I'm like hoping and praying that it, something actually happens. Ba- She's in a studio. That's progress that she like got there. I don't know how she got there. I'm sure that her car broke down and I'm sure she walked on broken glass to get there. And then like someone tried to run her over with a car and then like her boyfriend broke up with her. <laughs> like, we'll see. And oh. then she broke her leg and then whatever. And then she showed up to the studio and she made it work. <laughs> um, I started reading Jake Shear's new book, which oh, comes yeah. out next Tuesday. Oh, it yeah. It's so good. Oh good. I can't wait to read it's it. It's called boys keep swinging. Oh nice. And it's amazing. I read Richard Lawson's new book, All We Can Do Is Wait, which is incredible too. Oh, cool. Someone us. had written us, one of the readers had written us that they want, that we should do book recommendations. Oh, yeah. So that's something that we can fold in. But I would highly recommend pre-ordering Jake's memoir. And I would highly recommend reading anything by Cookie Mueller and Eve Babbitts. Those are my like two favorite women Love. writers. They're and great. then that Richard Lawson. Eve Babbitt's Slow Days Fast Company is incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. I love her. She's a babe. She's a babe. <laughs> she lit herself on fire. Yeah, she's like. I don't think she's you get more, all the. Forms, I don't think you get more babe than that. All the forms of babe that you can possibly be. Eve Babbitt. Eve Babbitt. Yeah. Eve Babbitt. She is the she's truest, realest babe. This is like such a one percenter. Like people are like, who is this person? No, but they. It's like a good discovery because it's because she's a babe. If you're a reader and you really want to experience a true babe, go pick up Eve that Babbitt's. Eve Babbitt's yeah. book and you will be blessed with like a babe rain shower. Yeah. Oh my God. Can we talk about 
I just remembered the so the Greenwich Hotel. The bed was sad and really like fucked She's with us. Caught in a loop. <laughs> no, I can't get over she it. Get I over actually it. am like so. I have so many questions. You should like, write a letter. I want to. I wanted to like do a Q and A with someone there to find out who chose that bed, why they yeah. chose it, who loves it so spa. much, and yeah, and it was it was really the beds in the spa were more the the, the beds the, the chairs pool in the spa were, were more, more comfortable than the actual bed in the yeah. room, but so. The spa, like the thing that the Greenwich did really, 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 really well are the showers. Oh, the shower is incredible. The shower is changed my life. It actually is rude because you'll never shower the same again. It like literally it's like having the best sex of your life. And then it's just crazy. It's too bad. The shower so one thing that I'm like insanely passionate about is showering. She showers for an hour. I will shower baseline my showering starts at like a twenty minute journey and can get up to like a 30 to 40 minute journey it can get advanced it can get get like scary i'm like i've always been passionate about showering and bathing when i was little i used to take like three showers a day and one time i missed a play that i was in because i was in the bath and my mom was like what the fuck are you doing we have to go and i was in the bath like fully just bathing i remember when we lived together you would just close your door because you had like the master suite Mm -hmm. and I'd like when you'd be getting ready to shower, I'm like, I'll see her in two to three hours. And it's true. Like you would emerge two to three hours later. It's a process. Yeah, I know. I you relish in a shower. Yeah. And so I appreciated the Greenwich showers because it was like a rainfall from the top. And then they and had then, a regular shower. Yeah. Head. So it was double. So you, you were turn getting, them both getting, on. It's like and getting DP. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> and like, they also had some sort of temperature control where you couldn't get it too hot. So it yes. was like the perfect, you turn it up crazy. and it was the perfect amount of like warmth where it just never went into like if you really think zone. about it why does that even exist like why like why are we in showers where that can get too cold or too hot it should yeah. just be hot and it warm. should just be the perfect, the perfect temperature. temperature i know and no then one they wants had a scalding hot shower no could burn you no and then they had a steam shower in like the spa area that I've never ever taken a steam shower in my life, but it's like oh, it's amazing. It just like sprays steam out, and they then there's like three. There's three different shower heads. Yeah. One like the rainfall, the regular, and then one that does like just ice cold water that you can like go under. So that and that one they let you get it searing hot, which sometimes I actually prefer a very searing hot I know shower. You kind of do like a searing. Oh, I shower. love like the hotter the better. Ugh. And then, but then with like a cold dip, it was like I really got to live my showering truth and also not feel bad about it because it's like new york isn't in a drought you know what i mean like (laughs) and it's also at a hotel so it's their problem not my problem exactly and here it's like my showers are very mitigated because my hot water only stays hot for a certain amount of time i know it's always been like that mine stays hot for a while well journeys but it always gets clogged and i always end up like in a swamp Oh, gross. I know. It's disgusting. You haven't fixed that yet? No, it always gets fixed and it always comes back. Honey, they need to do what they did to mine to yours. <sighs> Our apartments need to be gutted. That's essentially what needs to happen. Uh, it's a beautiful It's a beautiful disaster. decaying paradise. Yeah, it's like I gonna, love it. That we're going to just, it's going to fall apart. I think it'll be okay. okay. I was talking to my friend Oliver about it and he says that it's been around for so long that it's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm into that. Okay, sure. Because I can't have anxiety. Like, if my oh, biggest know. anxiety is about this apartment truly crumbling on me in an earthquake. Like, I feel like I'm destined to die in an earthquake. It's my yeah. biggest fear. And, but it's like, I love living here. I don't want to live anywhere else. No, this me apartment either. is like truly life. I know. So it's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Besides just think positive. What if I died in an earthquake, like, in, and then it's always on record that I said this? I think that's a fine thing. With- <laughs> It'd be crazy. I see no problem with that. <laughs> Let's read email. But like if I had, if I had like a premonition where I was yeah, like, I feel like I'm going to die. And then- I know. And then you actually. Anyway, know. Ryan's like, it's no longer about me. No, Let's no, read let's, an email. Let's, let's go to emails. <laughs> <laughs> I also have to go soon. He is a hard out. I have a hard out. I always do. He always does. I have a really. You didn't at the Greenwich, which we got feedback from a reader that that was our best podcast ever really yeah it was definitely our most graphic so that was the most free-flowing oh good but maybe that's because you weren't withholding oh my god stop it (laughs) you're such a goof you're guarded my little goofy oh are you gonna read the accent did you read this to me already no this is a different okay so we put out a call for emails about accidents and they came in 
in droves, honey. Like That's so many crazy. people wrote to us. <laughs> Here's a good one. Christopher writes us, Lauren Ryan, I don't want to declare myself the queen of babe injuries, but I do want to nominate myself for your consideration. My first true babe injury occurred when I was 12 years old and snapped my femur completely in half playing soccer. Apparently, before you finish puberty, there are these little bubbles in your bones that fill over time. And I kicked the soccer ball the exact same time a bigger kid. He won. My leg snapped completely in two. Two surgeries full leg cast for three months wheelchair at school jesus there are many more but i'll fast forward to two, seven, 2017 when i had an insane streak of babeness it was a morning of easter sunday and my boyfriend and i were leaving a club to go fuck when we ran into two of his <laughs> friends who invited us over for a party i was uh, young and naive and didn't see where this was going well naive. this was last year <laughs> <laughs> well it turned into a coke-fueled orgy where uh, i got fucked by all three guys and double penetrated uh, we got into bed at 6 a.m and the next morning i went to work out i picked up a set of <laughs> wait i love that <laughs> i picked up a set of dumbbells and was not able to move my right arm without a sharp pain in my bone that's right i fractured my arm in an orgy later (laughs) later in the summer my friends and i rented a yacht for the afternoon blow and drinks ensued and i was trying to crawl into bed on top of the yacht i wasn't paying attention and slammed my head full into the bar on top was stunned and dropped my drink because i was crossfaded i attributed the stars i was seeing to that and proceeded to party another 12 hours It took until I threw up on a run and then woke up unable to look at my computer screen to realize it was a concussion, not a strange hangover. Oh, no. But wait, there's more. Not two months later, I was on the streets of Seattle walking to a music festival and texting a friend when I somehow walked straight into a bus sign. The distinction is important because it was facing sideways, so it full-on punctured my forehead and I bled the whole night. I was debating if this is enough to qualify as a good email to send. But then during my yoga class today, I fell doing a handstand Uh. and sprained my shoulder. A sign from the babe god herself, Sky Ferreira. I love you guys so much. Thank you for the work you do in this. Oh, my God. I love this. I also love that, like, every story revolves around him being, like, drunk, getting fucked, but also, like, always working out, which I love. (laughs) Health and wellness. (laughs) Okay. This is my favorite one. It's pretty good. It's so good. It's kind of funny. Hey, Katie writes us, hey, Laura and Ryan, do I have a head trauma story for you? Four years ago, I went on a fancy Mexican vacay with my best friend's whole family and all of their in-laws. The first day, we were so excited to be there that we immediately went down to the swim-up bar and proceeded to throw back muchas margaritas. After approximately five margaritas each, my friend's husband and I thought it would be a great idea to start flipping each other by the feet like your parents do to you in the pool when you're a little kid. The only problem with this plan was that we... We're only in five foot deep water. I'm six feet tall. It was so much fun the first three times. However, the fourth go around, I got launched downward and hit the bridge of my nose on the bottom of the pool. I saw a small cloud of blood come out of my nose when I hit the bottom of the pool. And I remember thinking to myself, oh shit, I just gave myself a bloody nose. But when I popped up out of the water, it was clear things were much worse. When I came up out of the water, I was facing my friend's husband and his face was splattered with my blood. Before I even had time to process, a lifeguard was yanking me out of the pool and putting me in a wheelchair. People were holding pool towels up to my head, and when they pulled them away, the entire towel was red with my blood. They took me to a resort doctor on site, and before I knew it, I was laying on an operating table getting stitches. My friend and her mom were watching the whole thing and were so calm that I was sure it was NBD and that I just bled a lot since I was drunk. In my mind, this was a half-inch gash that would be sewn up in no time. At certain points getting the stitches, my nerves were playing tricks on me, and I felt like they were sewing two different parts of my face. When I asked my friend, oh no, did I cut my head in two places? She nervously replied, uh, no, just one. (laughs) After two and a half hours of getting my head sewn back together, it was clear to me that I'd done some real damage. I had split my forehead entirely in half from my hairline down to my nose. For the first 48 hours of the trip, I had to wear a head wrap that made me look like an amnesia patient on a soap opera, and my face was so swollen I was unrecognizable. Don't worry, guys. Despite looking like Frankenstein's bastard child, I didn't let my little accident put a damper on my trip. I ziplined two days later, <laughs> wooted up Icon. at Andelay's. Andelay's, like Vicky. <laughs> Vicky loves Andelay's. And lived my best monster-faced life. The biggest babe <laughs> of all was, possi- was probably the collage that I sent to all my friends and family to inform them of my accent. I had to do a deep dive on my iCloud, but I found it for y'all. 
love and like the pictures are great the pictures are insane insane. i I cannot vicky's hot spot on delays which i (laughs) I love a head wrap but also just being like whatever zip lining that's a true that's that's, a true you turned the babe babe yeah you reclaimed the babe and owned it and then moved on which is all we can ever hope to do in this life exactly um well thank you so much thank you so much for being with us today and um you know we'll see you soon (laughs) what wait who's your babe of the week um, um, my favorite of the week is, uh, I don't really know, actually. I, I, I feel very out of the loop. I feel like I don't know what's going on. Oh, wait. Someone posted in the Babe Facebook group a photos of Laura Flynn Boyle drinking whiskey in her car oh. during the day. Sad. Babe. Sad. It's like, actually, I can't even lol because it's really no, sad. No, that's sad. The photos are like really sad. Oh, she's no. like looking really, really not well. Fuck. And she's like getting groceries on the day in Westwood and then she's just full blown drinking out of a bottle of like Johnny Walker red label. Oh my God. You need to see these photos. Shout They're, out to fellow Lara in I know, distress. Like fellow Lara babing out. Oh God. The original babe Lara. You know what? A lot of Lara's babe out. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Lara Stone, that model, was babing out for a while. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a babe I don't know if existence. you can be a, a Lara without, like, a being proper, a without being a babe. I agree. So, that's my word of wisdom. And I guess, who is the babe of the week? I don't know. I think you're the babe of the week. Oh, shut You're the babe of the week. Well, when you're right, you're right. Your asshole okay, my is asshole the babe of the week. Of the week. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.